0: What's up, guys? I'm Aria Wozniak from FHS Publications. This is the No Cap Podcast. For those of you that don't know, no cap is slang for no lie or no joke. It's basically just saying for real, for real. The podcast is called No Cap for three reasons. The first being, this is not watered down content. I'm gonna be real with you guys. There are no lies between us. It also means no cap, like no capping gown, because we haven't graduated yet this is a high school podcast. And then finally, if you look at the title, it's all lowercase, so it literally means no cap. Each episode, we're going to talk about high school and the ups and downs of life at this age. Relationships, social media, mental health, body image, embarrassing moments, parties, it's all covered here. But before we jump into the episode, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Aria, but my nickname is Ari, so you guys can call me Ari. Um, I'm a senior this year, but I... I definitely still look like I'm 13. Anyway, let's jump into the episode. Today it's just you and me baby! Usually we will have a guest on for each episode, but since it's the first episode, we're gonna have some one-on-one time. Okay, so I was gonna jump right into the episode, but I want to start by going over my weekend. So I went on a hike with a guy last weekend. Let me start off by saying I'm someone who is not looking for a relationship, and if it sounds like... Someone I'm starting to become friends with wants anything like that, I get a little spooked. So I make it clear I only want friendship by saying, like, oh, bro, dude, you're such a good friend. Um, which is hard to know that I just want to be friends because I say bro and dude a lot. Anyways, I went on a hike with this dude after talking a bit, and I don't know him. We've been to a couple like social events together, but I I got a little bit of a feeling that he might've wanted something other than friendship, and so I was a little sussed out. I went on this hike, though, and, you know, there are some people you just click with. You're vibing on the same frequency. It's the best, you know? This was not one of those situations. It was awkward. It was an uphill hike, so I was panting, trying to haul my fat (laughs) ass up this mountain, And we just didn't have that much to talk about, you know? It was very forced conversation, which is a bummer, because he seemed nice, I really wanted to be friends, and it just wasn't it. See, the thing is, some people tell me to stay flirty, so guys think that they could potentially have a chance in the future. You know, you could be friends, and then it could turn into something more. Personally, I... Am not like that. I'm very straightforward. I'm. It's. I think it's unfair to lead people on, and I know it's frustrating for me. Like from experience, I feel like that's very frustrating. I will only continue being flirty if I know someone doesn't want something serious, because that's where I'm at right now. I don't want something serious, especially in high school or like at such a young age. Obviously, it's different from many other people because I have friends who are in really good relationships very serious relationships and they're really happy so it's different for everyone let me also say this is on a side note flirty isn't your personality guys you're like yeah my personality is flirty that's not your whole personality there's so much more to you am I a flirty person yes it's not my personality it's just my hobby okay it's your hobby it's not your personality Anyways, back to this failed friendship. Before the hike, we used to text every night. He would text me, we would Snapchat a lot, and then after the hike, we didn't text or Snapchat at all. Um, I feel like it could be my fault because I was very awkward. I haven't been with like a new friend in a while. I have made new friends over quarantine, which is kind of weird because I didn't think I would, but It was just, we were hanging out and we hadn't gotten to know each other very well. So it was just, could have been me because I feel like I was awkward. I was also kind of delirious from like walking up this steep incline for like an hour. And we're not really friends, which I guess is kind of sad, but oh well. There are plenty of fish in the sea, plenty of future friends, plenty of new friends right now. Moral of the story, don't go on a hike the first time you hang out with someone, especially if you're out of shape like me. Okay, on to the main segment and topic of our episode, Snapchat. Oh, guys. I was hanging out with a friend recently, and they kept checking SnapMaps, you know? So, to a point where I got really curious. The only time I've seen someone look at SnapMaps every 10 minutes Every half hour, no, not even half hour, every 10 minutes was when they really like someone and they went into full on stalker mode. So I was talking with this person and I was saying, okay, who do you like? Who are we stalking? Guys, I totally support the crazy and I admire all you skilled, sneaky little stalkers, but she actually wasn't checking it for a guy. She was checking it just to check it. No! Stop. Knock it off. Is this a thing? Do people just check snap maps like that just to see where people are and I don't have anything to hide but that's just creepy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go turn off my location. Here's my message guys. I never go on snap maps unless A. I'm in love with someone and I want to know if I can accidentally bump into them or if they're going to the same party or something that I am. And also to see if they're on snap maps right then if they're active right then and then b if i want to avoid someone or see if someone else is in the same place as i am but if i'm going somewhere and i look like an actual piece of i'm gonna check because i don't want to see or talk to anyone or even risk it those are the two times you should use snap maps guys snapchat has also been my worst enemy during quarantine just because i was not motivated to stay in touch Relationships are so hard to have online, so I honestly stopped talking to a lot of people. Before quarantine, I was doing great. I was social. I was talking to a fair amount of people, I feel like. Um, There were also definitely some guys I was getting, you know, it was getting a little fun, flirty, but when we went into lockdown and we knew we'd be quarantined for a while, I stopped talking to them. I left them on red. I did a bit of ghosting. For all they knew, I died. But here's a trick for the book, boys. Some guys I had been talking to continued to snap me every day. I wasn't responding because I was dead. Um, and this went on for a month, two months, longer. Then one day, I had my quarantine goggles on real good and I looked at their snap and I was like, wait a second, you're so hot. How are you? Are you like the most attractive guy I've ever seen? Yeah. Um, I'm misinteracting with you, with guys in general. Basically, I fell in love with every male I saw. I think that this was a good strategy, especially during quarantine, and I know that some people are going back into quarantine, so it could be a good strategy. The best way to do this, if you want to use this technique, is to snap someone every day with your face in it, of course, guys. If you're wanting to connect with someone like, whatever you want from them, whether it's a relationship or hooking up, don't send them a picture of your wall. Don't send them a picture of your dog. I don't care about your dog. I love dogs, but I want to see you, and if you want something from me, I want to see you. So, I don't really f- care about your dog. So, you're gonna continue and snap them every day. Just be the annoying little twerp I know you are, okay? Snap them every day, and then one day, don't snap them. Someone did this to me. I think a couple people did this to me. And that day, that boy didn't snap me back. I was so thrown off. It messed with me. It messed with my head a little. I was like, what happened? Where'd you go? We had a routine. You would snap me every morning at 11 and then 11 at night every day. And I would look at your face and then throw my phone across the room and ignore you. Like, why would you want to mess that up? What we had was so special. So I... I actually ended up snapping a couple people back when that happened, and as restrictions were easing up, we got back in touch again, which was nice. Guys, write in and tell me what strategies you've used or if this has happened to you. I want to know because I feel like this only works in quarantine. And if we do go into quarantine again? Ugh, that's not happening. We're not going to. Ugh, if we do, it's an option, though. Which leads us to our next topic of the episode, which is what we call the quarantine depression. At the beginning of quarantine, I was excited. I had a big math test and chem test on Friday, and I knew about it for a while, and I hadn't studied. I was procrastinating per usual. I'm sorry, Mr. Youngren. I'm sorry, Mr. Cox. I love you both, but you know me. I procrastinate. I was gonna fail. So I was excited. We were having this extended break. I was having so much fun with my family, and I did miss my friends because I wasn't seeing many people right then, um, but you know, I really enjoy my family time. When it really began was after that extended break when we were supposed to go back to school. So both my parents are teachers, and at that point, we, as a family, we got kind of strict with quarantine, and we were like, oh, wait, this is actually kind of serious. We need to stay in our house. We weren't even going to the store anymore. We were having it delivered to our house and we were wiping everything down, being super careful. I'm sure many of you experienced the same thing. And my parents were saying they didn't think it'd be over for a long time. Surprise, surprise, they're right. Wow, I didn't wanna believe it For a while, and it was kind of hard to accept. But then I kind of did realize we're going to be in this for a long time. We're in the long haul. That was the point where I stopped talking to people. So I'm fully in this quarantine depression. Before quarantine, we had never had a TV in our house. I never grew up with a TV, but we decided to get one since we knew we would be isolated and we wouldn't have much to do. So I was watching a lot of TV. I was staying up late. Oh my god, my sleep schedule was so messed up. School was kind of just a joke at that point. I was dancing and they moved to online classes. I hated doing online dance. So I didn't really have that to look forward to anymore. I basically wasn't doing anything with my day. And I'm someone, I'm the type of person who needs to have done something during the day so I can look back and say, oh yeah, this is what I did today. I just need to stay busy and do things. My life was just sad and honestly pathetic since I wasn't really talking to people and then I started isolating myself from my family too, which gave me a lot of time alone. But I was stuck with my thoughts for a while and I had a long time to kind of reflect. So during those long, long hours, I realized I basically had no backbone. I was kind of spineless for like all three years of high school. I'm the kind of person who just went with the flow. I was always agreeable because I really hate confrontation and conflict. So I was a people pleaser. I was a people pleaser to an unhealthy point. And I put on a facade because I felt like I always had to be happy, smiling, which just leads to keeping things in. And it all builds up and then you're just going to explode one day. So, I decided I don't need to be happy all the time, you know? (laughs) Sometimes I don't want to be happy. Okay, sorry about that. Can you believe I was in choir? Yeah, I can't either. So, sorry. I decided to be myself for once, and I realized, okay, I need to try something different, because obviously I'm not happy with how I'm living now. I don't have good friends because I'm not allowing them to be good friends. And so, I decided I'm just going to be myself. I stopped caring what people think. And once I got into that mindset, I realized I could actually care less about what people think because I was finally happy, you know, and more confident. Of course, there was a lot more than just a little reflection that helped me get out of the quarantine depression. There were two other things that I did that helped me feel a lot better about myself and get to this place, which were exercise. I started running every day because I wasn't dancing anymore and it didn't work at first, but that was only because I decided for like a couple days a week, I don't know how long, I decided during the summer that I was a morning and night person, which doesn't work at all. So I was staying up late, I was waking up early, trying to exercise was just painful. I was just a raging (laughs) bitch. during that time. But once I got into a routine, it helped a lot. And since I wasn't dancing like usual, it was nice to have that constant every day. I think exercise helps a lot because it clears your mind. You don't have to think. You can kind of just let yourself go, you know? It's very refreshing. It helps you feel good. The second thing I did was to find something to look forward to. For me, it was online shopping. And then later, as restrictions eased up, it was seeing friends. Because I, then I'd be like, oh yeah, next Tuesday a package is coming for me. And then I was more motivated. I started doing stuff. I had something to look forward to. And same thing with friends. I'd be like, oh wait, okay, I'm going to see this person tomorrow. I'm excited. I'll actually get dressed tomorrow and actually try to look presentable. Which is, which really helps to just kind of get dressed, get started with my day And after doing those three things, I've become a lot more confident and happy and I'm definitely in a better place now. Do I still have struggles? Yes, you guys will see that. We're actually going to talk about some pretty serious struggles that most people have next episode. So if you do have some things you aren't happy with, reflection and time by yourself and exercise and finding something to look forward to will really help. I guarantee you. I know reflection sounds so stupid, but what I mean is just that at least spend a little bit of time by yourself every day, because if you're always with people, you never get time to know yourself and what you like and what you need, you know, and that's important because relationships aren't going to work out well if you don't know those things about yourself, and I think the more you know about yourself and what you want, the less, less things will bring you down and upset you. Anyway, that was a lot deeper than what I was planning on talking about. Um, but there you go. I was gonna just keep it fun and light, but here we are. Okay, now for my favorite part. Preguntas. Incorporating some espanol. Okay, questions and stories. For the last segment of the podcast, we are going to answer questions and read stories that people have sent in. Guys, I want to hear your stories and your questions, so send them in, and I have two different mindsets. To all of your questions, I'm going to give you the healthy answer to your questions, the kind that a therapist would tell you. I don't know if they would actually tell you that because I've never been to therapy, but then I'm going to also provide my psycho-level um, answer as well. So, you know, you get the crazy and the healthy, and then you can decide where to go from there. So, to submit stories, guys, everyone go submit things. To submit stories, advice, questions, or just topics you want covered, go to the form in the FHS Publications Instagram, or my Instagram, I think it's aria.wozniak you can also just DM me too if you want. I promise you that no one will see your DM but me. The form is anonymous if you want to be anonymous, but if you want to leave your name at the bottom and you're okay with being recognized, do that too. Let's get into it. Guys, we have some good stories and questions today. Okay, so our first question today says, I think it would be super cool for you to discuss what it's like having your dad at the same school as you because that's a pretty scary idea to me, so it could be cool for you to talk about that experience. A lot of people have actually asked me about this, but it doesn't really feel strange to me because my mom worked at my elementary school, so from kindergarten to eighth grade, I was with my mom and she was teaching at my middle school, my elementary school, and then I went with my dad, and I actually see my dad a lot less than you would think. I can avoid him pretty easily, (laughs) but it's kind of nice, actually, to have him there. So, like, if I need money for lunch, I'm like, oh, (laughs) dad, I need money. Or if I need a ride somewhere, or if I need to use his car, it's really nice. We're also really close, so I think that helps. Okay, we have another good question. It says, I'm starting to talk to a guy on Snapchat, and I think I'm falling for him but I've never met him in person. Okay, honey, this is a little sus. I think if you've never met him in person, but you know who he... No, no, no. Actually, I never add people back on Snapchat that I don't know who they are or that I haven't seen in school or been in the same room with, okay? I feel like that's just a little not a great choice, you know. Um I also don't think that it's a that you're really falling for him. I don't think you can really fall for someone if you only know them online because you're not seeing like the real them. If you're communicating with someone over the internet, then you're not getting the real them because they can look a certain way, act a certain way, say things a certain way that they wouldn't say if you were talking to them in person you know, they get to like really think through everything they say and do. There are plenty of other people that you know or that you can meet, but I don't think you should just start a relationship through Snapchat with someone that you don't know. It's fine if you know them from a class and then they add you and then they start talking. Okay, we're just gonna do one more question. I'm actually so surprised that people wrote in with serious questions. Here's our last question. I don't like my friend group now, but I have nowhere else to go. What should I do and how do I move on? Okay, so I can kind of relate to this because I was friends with some people that I didn't really feel like I could be myself with and we weren't really very close, but I just didn't know where else to go, you know? I had, I'm kind of a floater. I'm kind of in between groups all the time. I don't really have a super close group, I have a couple close friends, but I don't have a group that I'm close with, Um, and so that's something I had struggled with before. I think that you should just branch out. If you want to make more friends, you have to be willing to put yourself out there, you have to be friendly, you have to be open, you know? I think it depends on what kind of person you are, you know? So, I used to be really shy, and I've definitely gotten a lot less shy now and i feel like it's very easy to talk to people bond with someone to find a common ground so i think that's what you need to do start making other friends and then make friends of those friends and like branch out a ton and then from there you can decide oh, like, I want to be part of this group and I want to be a lot closer to them and you can start hanging out with them more. If you don't like your group now or you are being treated really badly, don't stay with them, you know? It's better to have no friends than to have people around you that don't appreciate you. Honestly, why are you giving anyone the time of day if they take you for granted, you know? So yeah, you should move on, especially if this group isn't a group that makes you feel good about yourself. Honestly, reach out to me. I'll be your friend. I love making new friends. Okay, those are going to be all of our questions for today. Well, you know, it kind of ended up being a deeper episode than I wanted, but, you know, we covered Snapchat, the quarantine depression... So, you know, we got a lot done today. Thanks to my literally eight listeners for hanging out, listening. I hope you guys can relate a little, even though it was kind of a messy episode, because I'm not actually that organized. Next episode, I am going to hit you with a more serious topic about body image. Uh, We also have a very special guest who's dear to me, who I've known for a very long time. We're going to tell you about creepy stalker girl moves we've pulled, and what to do when you're first starting to talk to someone. That's it for today, guys. Tune in every other Thursday for another episode. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for hanging out, listening to No Cap Episode 1. I hope to see you guys next episode, and remember, no capping.